dark and tall and young and handsome. The girl from Ebenezer okay. goes walking. Do you know what you're going to say? No, I've lost. Now I've just lost even more track. That wasn't helpful at all. Internet, and welcome to the A to Z Horror Cast. This is the creatively titled podcast brought to you by us over at A to Z Horror.com. I'm Jack, and sitting to my left is Jake. I've been to Blackpool once. And sitting next to Jake is another guy who doesn't like Scots. It's Mark. Hello. For those of you unfamiliar with our Crackerjack operation, we watch and review one horror movie a week, and then we get drunk and argue about it. This week, we watched 2002's impossible-to-find horror movie called Death Watch, uh, which was a Jake pick. And we will get into that real soon. But first, we better do the getting drunk part. So on that score, let's do beers for fears. Ordinarily, Jake, I'd throw it to you. Yeah. Uh, because this was your pick and I'd want you to start. Okay. But you didn't get any beers. No, I didn't. Um, yeah, I, you made me get you beers. Yep. I thought we were going to do a whole bit there where it was Jake doesn't drink anymore and he's 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 cold turkey. And then I realized you weren't going that direction. Uh, I certainly was not. No, you did. You didn't. Did you do anything from your perspective to indicate to me you wanted to take a bit in that direction? Uh, yes. Oh, it was a subtle uh, touch of the knee. I see. Yeah. I see. I need to be better at picking up on nonverbal cues. Well, back important. to improv class for us, Jake. What are you drinking? I'm drinking Sierra Nevada's Hazy Little Thing IPA. Yeah, yeah, and if you had to guess from my perspective, why would you be drinking that? Well, I think we're drinking this beer because there's uh, a substantial part of this movie that has to do with haze and or mist, however you want to describe it. So, uh, win. Yeah, and uh, full disclosure, there will be spoilers for the 2003 movie Death Watch. Uh, Two. 2002. 2002 You, you movie already Death said Watch. it. I thought you said there were going to be two spoilers. It's a hard movie to review. Yeah, uh, it is a hard movie to review. And the movie starts, they think they're in Poison Haze. Uh, close to starts, yes. And and I think this movie is largely dependent on the kind of fog of war nature of you don't see anything beyond what's happening immediately around them. It is, de- it, is, it is dependent on that little thing that is called the haze. Yeah, so, so how'd I do? You did great. I already called it a win. Bam. Thank you. Mark, wow. what are you drinking? Well, funnily enough, uh, He's drinking the this same was thing. the beer I brought out as my backup that I would turn to when I was done with my actual beer, but I'm drinking Hazy IPA by uh, Uinta. It's one of their newer ones. I wasn't going to mention it because I thought that that was a very tenuous and shitty way to connect. Oh, fuck well, what you. is what is their what is it called, Mark? Hazy IPA. Fuck. Well, this is hazy little thing. It's much better. There's a little thing in this movie. <laughs> There's a little haze. thing, a little barbed wire. Uh, <laughs> so now that I've shat all over your thing, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what I actually chose, which is probably actually worse than what you went with. So fun, <laughs> good, fun. <laughs> uh, no, I'm drinking Fifty Caliber in IPA by Vernal Brewing. Um, has a soldier on the front of it carrying a, a weapon of war, you know? So that definitely existed about. in World War One, in the Great War. <laughs> there were 50 <laughs> the caliber one. guns, probably. Maybe not this one specifically, because <laughs> it's a sniper <laughs> rifle, but... Oh my god. Oh my god. Well, I'll tell you what, there's something else noteworthy about what Jake and I are drinking this week. Okay. Uh, we don't have Rainier's as our backup beer. We've got oh, some Pabst don't. Blue Ribbons. Yeah, that's weird. I didn't even think about that, but why did that happen? Uh, a couple of reasons. One... It was a dollar cheaper for a 24 rack of Pabst than it was of Rainier today. Oh my God. Two, this is also, this is a British German horror movie, and Pabst sounds like a German name. Pabst? More than, more than Rainier. Also, I mean, if we're being sure. honest, Pabst is the better beer, so. Well, fuck, you're simply incorrect. <laughs> That's the stupidest thing you've said so far. <laughs> oh, give it time. 
get now, ordinarily on the podcast, this is where we would dive into what's been rocking our horror worlds, but yeah. as this comes out, it's just a couple of days past the first of the month, so we're going to hit you with our horror release roundup. This is where Hey-o. we do our absolute best to collect all the horror movies coming out over the course of the next month, this one being June of 2018, uh, and over at the website, adzhorror.com, with a hyphen, we will hit you with uh, all of them coming out in a little blurb for each one, but here on the podcast, because it's already goddamn long enough, we're just going to go with our top one, our bottom one, and a dark horse pick. So, Mark, why don't you start us off with what you are least excited about? Uh, I think I'm going to live to regret this one, because I actually probably will end up seeing it. But I okay. went with uh, Us and Them, which is coming to Netflix later in the month. And it's just sort of like this overwrought British people drama murder thing. It prominently features a roulette wheel for some reason. <laughs> yeah okay is is he using that roulette wheel to like determine which person he's gonna kill or whether the guy lives or dies yeah i think they just straight up stole the gimmick from no country for old men but they thought always using a coin would red. be too derivative well, well jake so do you think the quote is always bet on red no i'm aware that it's black and that's okay. why i said red okay well mm. no guys you always bet on double zeros that's how you win the most money Duh. That's what I'm saying. What happens if it lands on green? What if the old double zero comes up? Does he just not kill that guy? He probably you yeah. Win. He probably lets him go. He, that's that's the end of the game. <laughs> probably you win. That's your lucky nickel or whatever. Kills yeah. himself. No. So Mark, why are you not excited for this then? I just it just seemed like over dramatic and overwrought. It was just you can't marry my daughter. Well then, in that it, case, I'm gonna I tie mean, you all up and kill you via it doesn't roulette seem wheel. Sp- yeah, it doesn't seem like it does anything special either. Like, this was not my pick, but I've got to mention it. I, I don't disagree with you. And it also had the poll quotes that a lot of trailers do, but it's like, this is exactly the type of movie we desperately need right now. It's like, why? That was very confusing. What do I need? What about this movie do I need right now? It doesn't seem particularly <laughs> poignant for now. No. Even no. if it did, I'm, no. I'm pretty sure I wouldn't want this Does it have anything like to do with, with social media, with... Glitter beer with anything that's po- all the right things now. that are relevant to yes. your life. I mean, yes, sports gambling is legal now, so maybe they're using this. To this is British, Mark. Game. It's British. Oh yeah, shoot. Legal Brexit? is is, is a it bit Brexit? of a Brexit's It's relevant. probably Brexit. You're right. Legal is a bit of an oversimplification for what sports betting is currently. No, 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 no. It's legal. It's 100 percent legal wherever you are. Go place a bet on everything. Okay, <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> Uh, okay, Mark, I don't hate the pick. Look, I will say that I do like, there are a couple of trailers this month, and we should throw this out here, should have done this earlier. Week fucking month, there is not a lot coming out. There's just not a lot of volume, like, we're about to rattle, th- we could potentially hit every single movie that's coming out this month in the- We likely we will. We won't. We likely will. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Anyway, I like what this and a couple other trailers this month did. This is like a 30 second trailer. I mean- And I like that. It's the 30-second cut of a trailer. They probably two-minute one, too. But oh, whenever we can fuck. find the short one, we find the short one, because okay. fuck the two-minute trailers. All yeah. I do is spoil it and take too long. Well, I liked the 30-second cut. Cool, uh, that said, it didn't get me that excited to watch it either. So, Mark, I accept the pick. Jake. Yes, sir. What's your bottom one? I went with Cold Skin. This is one that I could live to regret, too, because it seems well-made. Nope. But I just wasn't really into... <laughs> well, it seems like it probably cost more. However, significant... CG in this movie, and I'm not really into whatever their mermaid warfare thing happening. I don't care. I, I, nothing about it was. Like I will say this: I was remotely interesting. Absolutely delighted by the last mer- merfolk oh, God uh, mermaid horror movie I ended up watching. It's not going to be like the lure in any regard. Lure was 
awesome. Uh, it's gonna be totally different. This I don't know. Bonkers. There's there are some mermaids. They're fighting them. They look like Avatar people. They this does look like a generic like attack on a fortress kind of a thing with with a monster of the week. It's he's not gonna zombies end up, or vampires. He's gonna end up banging a mermaid. Oh yeah, no. One of those mermaids is. is exceptionally sexy. Well, both mermaids in the lure were pretty sexy. Yeah. This one's weird though. I don't know. I don't want to see it. There you go. Uh, yeah, I, that doesn't look that bad to me though. Okay, it I looks don't. pretty generic, like and like it's all CG. Yeah, it just looks aggressively know. meh. Yeah, yeah, I don't want that right now. Yeah. yeah, and 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 like I said, I mean, they don't. It doesn't look like it could be a cool, unique villain, but it kind of just looks like the Twenty Eight Days Later vampires or zombies or yeah. whatever you got. Fuck just it. throw it in there. Thirty Back days it. a night. Fuck it. These are mermaids this time. So it's a fair so pick. Stupid. I went a different direction, and in a week this shallow, or a month this shallow, I'm surprised we all had different bottom ones. Hey, we've almost given you half of the movies that came out then. (laughs) I went with The Toy Box, which is a movie starring uh, Misha Barton Barton. and Denise Richards. I was going to say Michelle, and I was like, that's not right. Michelle Barton. Misha Barton and Denise Richards, they get attacked by some unseen force in in an RV while on a family road trip. As you will. As you do. I think the um, RV is the, the R- unseen force. Yes, this is a total, like, Ru- Russia, Soviet Russia thing. Okay. <laughs> RV attacks you, man. It's, it's okay. like possessing wait, them, the, and there's wait, some supernatural. So it's a Yakov Smirnov RVs? When you said a Soviet Russia thing, did you mean a Yakov Smirnov's in Soviet Russia joke type thing? Yes. Okay. Yeah, but okay. Jake, the first... The, that, Assumes that the first half of the joke is an inversion of it. So in America, oh yeah, so in America RVs. we attack the RVs. Yeah, totally. So have you never attacked an RV? I, no, I need I've never to go back to, to a Buffalo Bills tailgate. <laughs> I need to go back to try it sometime. Class. It's tremendous. Jake needs to go back to Yakov Smirnov class. We got a lot of comedy to I'm, suss I'm, out I, here, uh, boys. We got to we got to tighten up. Fuck em. <laughs> I don't need them. We're not hitting the main genres of comedy properly here. Look, this movie doesn't look good, and I am baffled by the casting. You know Misha what? Barton I, and Denise Richards? What the fuck are you... What? What? This movie will 100% redeem itself if at one point Denise Richards is shot and the whole movie slows down and Misha Barton carries out Denise Richards while uh, uh, Imogen oh Heap plays in the background. <laughs> Look, so I, I, I'd be remiss here if I didn't bring up Tammy and the T-Rex. It has to be done every time Denise Richards comes up. Uh, movie from 1994 that... Uh, is the best. Is, is it? <laughs> yes. Aaron Paul's brain... Uh, Aaron Paul, no. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We are on all of the cylinders. We are really fire. All the cylinders here. are on. Guys, my wife and I have been doing a no carbs thing, and I've had a beer, and it really jacked me up. I haven't had a beer in a week. It's fucking me well, up. You're really Jackson messing up that no carbs thing. Oh, man. I'm really screwing it all to bits. Um, Paul Walker mm, is the name you're thinking of. <laughs> Thank you, Aaron Paul. Paul Walker. Same person. Uh, Paul Walker plays Denise Richards' boyfriend whose brain gets put into the mind of a T-Rex that, that Denise Richards' Tammy talks to and runs rampant across the town. With. We did not ask for a 30-second plot synopsis of Tammy and the T-Rex. I think you did. No, I we think didn't. Find, uh, we're not even talking about Tammy and the T-Rex. I might splice in you asking for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's bad in that. She's not good in Starship Troopers. That's not true. There Starship is a Troopers dip- is infallible. Yeah, I agree with Starship that. Starship Troopers is 100% parody and, like, satire and she's still unwatchable. No, she's in a movie so where everything is supposed to be over the top. She is unwatchable. Jack, you're a dummy. Oh God, I can't. This is going to be bad. It's oh, going to be bad. Jack, of all the things you've said on this podcast, that podcast that will prevent you from running for president, that is number one on the list. That Denise Richards is a bad actress. Yes. 
Okay. Well, actually, that she's a bad actress in Starship Troopers. I don't really care about the rest of her career. Starship Troopers is the best movie ever made. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Aggressive choice. Um, I mean, look, does, do either of you want to see this fucking movie? No, until not really. No, not really. I'd see it. I, I wouldn't it. complain if it was just, like, happening to me. You know? <laughs> Mark, you don't complain when a lot of things are happening to you. <laughs> you know, I'm a pretty easygoing guy. Mm-hmm. Let's go with okay. the quote. Okay. Let's move things right along. You have to. To the Dark Horse pick. Yeah. Jake, what's your Dark Horse pick? Uh, I'm just, I, I kind of want to give it to the month of June. There aren't many <laughs> movies coming out to begin with, and I'm not that excited for most. Maybe something will surprise me. Yep. There's one that we're about to get to. Yeah. Oh, I mean, look. There's one that we're about to get you. to. Then there are a lot that I'm not excited for, and I'm just going to say that one of them might go ahead and be okay, and that'll be enough for me. It really will. That's all wow. I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to give it to a movie. I'm actually going with the month. Uh, okay, you cheated. Mark, do you no, want to I not didn't cheat? cheat? I didn't fucking cheat. There's nothing worth it. Would you like to not cheat, Mark? Kane well, Hodder, maybe... fine. Fine, the Kane Hodder documentary. There. <laughs> Asshole. Wow, you really just blew up my spot. Uh, I would have, I think, said the toy box, because it's, at worst, just going to be a generic slasher ghost movie. What? No. If that's not... At worst, it's going to be a lot worse than that. Oh. <laughs> at worst it's going to be worse than that yes Mark. yes yes um, yes so Mark. but yeah i was gonna also just talk about the K- uh to hell and back the Kane hotter documentary yeah well I mean, go ahead and elaborate because i had to really do a it horror movie it's a documentary about a horror icon Counts. but they have a bunch Counts. of people uh yeah. if somehow listener you're listening to this and you don't know Kane hotter is jason yes. uh in what jason three and essentially onward but not freddie v jason and uh, let's also, the thing he's, he's easily things. most well-known for is the security guard in Wishmaster. So, Very much. Obviously. Yeah, dude, he gets all shattered. It's awesome. <laughs> Very clearly. Uh, oh, fuck. But yeah, I mean, the trailer itself has has Bruce Campbell and Adam Green and Robert England and Cassie Peterson in it. So, I yeah, mean, this, this is going to have yeah. some chops associated with it. It's going to be fun to watch. You're going to learn some things. Yep. And Kane Hodder is an arguably a le- horror legend. He's got a really interesting story, right? Like the first, his first major breakthrough role, he was a stuntman. He burned all the shit out of himself. Um, I, I, at the, the first line of this trailer is him saying, I've killed more people than anyone else on screen. And I simply don't believe that. I just don't think that's true. I think he says I've killed more than any other character on screen. I mean, it's absolutely not true. Yeah, right? Like fucking Rambo kills so so many people. We should do that. Side by side, Rambo, Kane Hodder. I guarantee you Rambo wins. Rambo, John Rambo kills a lot of people. He kills like upwards of 100 people in oh, that first so, movie. So many people. Yeah. I mean, well, there the are a Rambo lot of alone, other There's ones that scene where he's on the back of the Jeep with the 50 caliber yeah, yeah, yeah. machine gun on it, and he kills like literally 45 Mark, people in about two stop minutes. glorifying your beer. <laughs> Nailing it. Stop it. It's topical on so many Or uh, like any of the Ong Bak movies in which Tony oh, Jaw ja kills murders. at least, I don't know if he kills, he like breaks he snaps a lot many of legs. And there's some, some, there's collateral damage, but it's, mo- he, I, th- I think he's mostly going for extremities and it's not the justice, neck. man. Yeah, he but you can nick a femoral artery or a brachial artery, then you're Dude, dead. You're dead, he man. Needs, That's he not needs one of the minor arteries. Look, I quibbled Go. with that line. I want to see the documentary. It looks good. It looks interesting. Give me your dark horse. It's going to be, my dark horse is arguably not a horror movie. Uh, I picked Upgrade. No. That's not a Dark Why? Horse. That's just going to be awesome. That's, that's just going to... Dude, that's a Lee Whannell movie featuring Logan Marshall Green, who was starring in my movie of the year from 2016. Who was who starring looks a lot, as an exact cross between... Who looks like Tom Hardy in this And movie. Channing Tatum. He's an exact mm. cross between Tom Hardy and Channing Tatum. So if you listen to yourself, you realize that you're making even more of an argument for it not to be a Dark Horse and just to be an out-and-out awesome-looking movie. We hadn't talked about it. Then it's my... I'm using it as an excuse to talk about it. At least I'm not fucking cheating. Oh. 
I, I look. This movie looks awesome. This is a movie about a guy who gets a microchip implanted into his brain to control him after he be rendered paraplegic. Can I just throw this out there? Yeah, this movie's gonna be good. There are seven movies by our count coming out this month. Yep. This is a a second that is worth noting to the one that I feel like we all gave the top one. Okay. How about that? Let, yeah, let's just do a joint top one here, boys. If if we'd all just uh, look, go, go upgrade's going to be good, but we all yeah. want to talk about our top one here. Uh, Mark, if you would on the count of three with us, please. One, two, three. Hereditary. 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 Oh, good. Mark just sat silent. Good. Good timing. Mark, good comedic timing. There's a satellite delay. I don't know if you knew that or not. <laughs> the satellite delay is, is is centralized entirely on what just happened. In his though. brain. <laughs> In your brain. I was definitely paying attention to what was happening. I don't want to hear good. anything else. So. Uh, look, we all want to see Hereditary. This movie yeah. has a fuckload of hype. It actually looks like it might be able to live up to it. This looks movie terrifying. looks exceptionally well made. If we're actually going to talk about well made movies, this mo- this trailer has a litany of shots that are really cool, really creepy, and get me hyped. Yes, so I'm very excited. I, like that's all I can ask for from a trailer, and this is what we're doing with HRRs. We're evaluating trailers, and then we have heard from you know just the the festival circuits that this is a pretty damn good movie. Absolutely, pretty fresh right now. It's going to come great. out certified fresh. This is yeah. the single best edited trailer I have ever seen across all genres. Wow, it's so, dude. The editing in this trailer is. Bananas. I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Go I can't to think of one that, that's though. better. Like it looks fucking fantastic. Yeah. The so movie good. looks good. Want to see? Yes. It'll be good. Yep. So go see. That's pretty boring. <laughs> hey, it's a boring month. Yeah, but this movie looks fucking great. Yeah, this, it, this has it, potential that, to be the best there, movie. There are a couple. I agree, and there are a couple movies, despite the fact there are not many coming out, that I think are worth seeing this month, which, hey, what can you ask for? Like, there are a lot of months where there are 30 movies, and none of them look good. Yeah. So. Eh. Yeah. Feature presentation. Oh, yeah. Look, in the break here, Jake, you go figure out uh, Yakov Smirnov's comedy style. I'll go do a couple improv drills. Mark, timing, okay. I think. Uh, we all got some comedy work to do in the break, and we'll be back at you with the feature presentation. Over at AZHorror.com this week, we watched 2002's... Yes. Two. 2002's... You're having a shocking time with that. It's difficult, man. Yeah. World War I horror movie, Death Watch. The Great War. The Great War. Yeah, yeah the big one. Yeah. Or something. The I don't Great know, War. WW1. The Great War. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Jake, you picked this. I did. Uh, out of the clear blue sky. No. I'd never heard of it before. Okay. Uh, Mark, had you heard of it before? No, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> heavens and, no. And to that point, it should be noted we had a fucking hell of a time finding this. Thing. Yeah, so it's not impossible, but you can't get it on any of your streaming services. You have to get a good old fashioned DVD, DVD, DVD. Yeah, we bought a DVD, and there was there was almost a fuck up when I was buying the DVD where I got the one that you probably couldn't play on the US player. Regions. Yeah, you can do something so, with a sharpie to get around that region thing. I don't know that trick, but we got it. It worked. We watched it. Okay. I just got it on yeah. Netflix, for the record. You can just get it in the mail. Yeah, if you have the Netflix If, if you're an old man and you, you pay for Netflix streaming and Netflix discs, because you're a big shot que- like Mark. Question, Mark, it, quit bragging, if you would no, please, a, for a I have, second. I have a question for the man. Was it a DVD or was it a Blu-ray? It was a DVD. They do not yeah, have the okay, Blu-ray cool. available. Yeah, I don't think they ever did that. Okay, cool. Just had to know. For the listener. <laughs> uh, why'd you pick this thing, Jake? Mark and I had a conversation. I don't believe it was with you, because we have a lot of those. Well, this... This is distressing. About uh, war horror movies. 
War horror movies. War horror movies. Uh, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to pick one in our draft of movies. And then I forgot when we did our draft. So I tacked it on to the end. That's yeah. the whole thing that happened. Yep. But I just spliced it in. Yeah. But the reason that I picked this movie in particular is because it's not the, the deepest bench, but I had heard a couple things about it. I hadn't seen it. So I was interested in seeing it. Yeah. And I knew it had Andy Serkis. There you go. That's all I needed. There you go. So okay. I, was, I knew it was World War One too, and I feel like World War One is a much more interesting concept for me because it's a little more unique than your standard World War Two, Vietnam, <laughs> like all that stuff you see like so many movies about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> World War One is a more unique setting. What is so funny? Okay, World okay. War One is so much more interesting. You know, like World Look, War Two. Like I, I'm, I'm excited to get World into War all Z. of this and berate you so much about this. You're gonna berate me about this. Ah, we'll see. I'll berate you about something. Hmm. But first, Jake, you <laughs> yeah, picked this thing. I did. You're going <laughs> to... 30 seconds are on the clock. You're going to have to ask with a 30-second plot synopsis. Yeah. It's going to start when you start. It is the Great War. A group of British soldiers is caught in no man's land in a dogfight... Or not dogfight, in a firefight. Next thing you know, they're uh, trudging through the mist, and they come upon some German soldiers in a trench that seem much more preoccupied with other things than with them. They capture them, get down to those trenches, think they've kind of outflanked them... And for the rest of the movie, they just progressively lose their minds and some potentially psychological things start happening until, big, big, big spoiler, maybe they're all dead and they're in limbo? Horror ensued. Time. Time. I like that you gave it a past tense, because we had already watched it. Horror ensued. Horror ensued. Yes. Well, also, it was World War One. It was the Great War. <laughs> it's true. Horror <laughs> ensued a hundred years ago. In WW1 and forever since This then. took place a hundred years ago. Well, no, I mean, it could still be happening. They're still in that same They're loop. They're in an endless time loop. Fuck warp. yeah, except the ones that go to hell. Well, Man. so they all either go to hell or the one kid escapes and goes to heaven. So I feel like this resolved itself. Sort of, but then there was like the other group at the end. I don't think, I don't know if that was them or if that was a different group. All right, 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 all right. It's definitely a different group. This is yeah. incomprehensibly confusing for the listener. Okay. <laughs> what do you want to ask me? I. Yeah. Would like to ask you what in the fuck subgenre of horror this movie fits into? Uh, I I created this one the last maybe two times ago. Historical? <laughs> Why no, we you created go with the this one, one you created literally thirty ago. seconds ago? Warror. Warror. Well, it is warror. We already cl- we already clarified historical that. comma warror. Well, yeah, it actually would be instead of modern. Comma, I was going to say warror comma. Or is it warror comma historical? Because it could be warror. Is it comma... primarily historical or primarily warror? Warror. Yeah. War or comma yeah. historical. And then there's historical, there's sci-fi, there's... This is definitely sci-fi. Maybe some others. This is a sci-fi movie. <laughs> it's for sure sci-fi. Okay, what else? <laughs> well, foreign, you just said like four of them, so you took It's a foreign movie. It's a foreign movie. I took some liberties, Mark. So it's a it's a historical war or... It's a war or foreign. historical. Foreign. It's Are you not listening foreign, still, Mark? Sure. It's German and British. Okay. About British people in a, a the place. Great War, the Great War, and it's set which in I hell, which is certainly a foreign place. So, yeah, for some of us, if you think about it, for some of us, for some of us, it's just like where we live our daily lives. Some of us spend there every day, there, Mark. Yep. Dealing with you is uh, it's a whole other situation. Aw, I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> I have nothing to add to this conversation except for the fact that as someone who couldn't say his R's until he was like ten or eleven. Just saying the word warrior is itself it's very, very scary. <laughs> scare factor 10. Yeah, absolutely. For that alone. That's it, Jack. 
Yeah. Yeah. It really no, is. That, it that is really, it. really is. That is yeah. really it. What does the movie do right? Crickets. And, and review spoilers. I think it does a decent number of things right. I liked this movie. Yeah, I think the first thing I'm going to throw oh. out there is set design. That's what stuck with me the most. Fuck yeah. The... The sets in this movie, the trenches, the dingy, muddy, rat-infested, body-strewn shitholes that these guys are just kind of holding down the fort in are disgusting. Yes. And they made it look disgusting. And they made it seem disgusting. And I liked it. Yes. A lot. Like, like There was an attention to detail that I really appreciated, for th- sure. This happens a lot in movies set on a ship, where mm. they'll make it look a little bit like it's set on a ship, but nobody acts like they would be if it was set on a ship. You know what I mean? Like this. Like vomiting over the side. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But this movie looks disgusting and filthy, and everybody makes it, that sells it, that it is just awful. Just yeah. turns out trench warfare is just awful. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you have scenes where, this is an interesting part of the set, where the dude is crawling, he's army crawling through a trench, and then he ends up coming out at about, like, shoulder height as his commanding officer. As opposed yeah. to just, like, kind of standing up and suddenly being back with the team. He, like, actually comes out of the set at, like, an elevated level, because that's how you would dig the trench. So right. So it's just that that kind of stuff that, that helps build that, right? Totally, yeah. You also have the dude who I legitimately thought he was a golem at first that was, like, encased in mud, and then he, his eyes just open, and he's, like, the first fight that happens. Oh, the German that got Jesus. away. Yeah. 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 It's just stuff, I like, using, he's clearly using his own surroundings to, like, mask himself. Yeah, totally. He went full Predator. He went Arnold Schwarzenegger and Predator. And then he got killed by Andy Serkis. Well, Almost yeah. immediately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, not The other full thing predator. I would say, one of the coolest things I've done in my life was do a tour of Flanders Fields um, in, okay. like, Belgium and That's France. fucking cool. To, to yeah. walk through the World War One trenches. And they are exactly as creepy as you would expect. Yeah. Yeah. So, Ugh, if you have Jesus. that option, do it at some point so, in your life. As someone who's been there, how does this feel? Uh, much more dramatized, but also like, you know, I'm seeing it 90 years after there's grass everywhere. Most things have been turned into like a park and rebuilt. Yeah, it it is different. It's like when you go to Civil War sites, Uh, actually it's got to be much different. Civil War sites are basically just verdant fields. You're like, wow, like a shitload of people got lines. Yeah, we're really bad. (laughs) We're really bad. We're just going to walk into bullets. (laughs) No, no, no. no. I mean, it's exactly the same. Still verdant fields. Actually, so one of the biggest tactics in World War I was to burrow underneath your opponent's uh, Mm -hmm. line and set off a Mm -hmm. gigantic fucking bomb. So now if you go to to like these outskirts of, of Belgium, uh, there's like these rolling hills, but the hills weren't originally there. They're just created from these gigantic mines. And if you go there, they're all filled with water now. So they're like these peaceful pools. Wow. You're not supposed to That's fish in them. That's messed up. But there's like, you know. Uh, I, I don't care for that. Paths and stuff <laughs> around them. There's si- But then there's signs posted to say like, look, hundreds of people are dead in this spot. And we weren't able to find them because they were vaporized. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Fuck. I want to piggyback on that setting thing because absolutely, the trenches look good. They paid huge attention to detail in all the trenches. They felt supported where they needed to feel supported. They didn't feel like there was extraneous set design. Like, it all felt like it needed because they probably did dig shit out for this. Like, it looked dug in, not built up. Whatever their set design was, there it, it took some TLC. Totally. It, I don't know what they did, but they did it. And on top of that, uh, what I want to piggyback on is the isolation you get from this because the whole movie is inside these trenches and the few times yeah. you see outside, it's just fog. 
You yep. can see maybe two feet outside of these trenches. You, it's nothing. Well, There's very, nothing yeah. that exists beyond these trenches. They're very deliberate about the times they let you see in No Man's Land. And they let very you see deliberate. fucking nothing. Yeah, pretty much. Is this in No Man's Land? Because this was, what, a forward, tre- a forward trench that the Germans built that they were trying to take. I might be using the term liberally. No, I think that is. I think that's what a forward trench is, right? You built it in No Man's Land to try to take more ground. I mean, No Man's Land is just the distance between the trenches so the trench itself is not really in no man's land but if you're outside of the trench then yes you are it, it's a schrodinger's cat thing once the trench is built <laughs> then you it, have the capacity it is to be both in, yes. it, it's not at all a schrodinger's cat thing but it's close probably it's really more of like a Pauli's exclusion principle i think i think it's more of like the <laughs> yakov smirnov thing it is there i learned go. it i went and trained you nailed it i learned yeah. it yeah okay cool. you, you did the whole master class yakov smirnov's 80 dollar master class online yakov smirnov for dummies <laughs> i've been seriously considering buying steve martin's one jeez and crepes so listener if you hear a noticeable uptick in the comedy of this podcast vis-a-vis jack you'll know what happened Steve Martin's book happened. <laughs> or if you hear a noticeable uptick in me saying wild and crazy guys and like pretending I have an arrow through my head and playing the banjo, you'll know what happened. Yeah. I mean, frankly, this those is... two things aren't mutually exclusive. I'm going to go into a, a very similar thing the movie does, right? Because I think that it, it all falls under the attention to detail category. But I, I really liked the lighting here. You already mentioned huh. the fog that exists. I also thought this is it was very quick in its usage because it was pretty much all at the start but that first scene of the firefight it was hellacious it was very it wasn't realistic really i don't think at all but it was the way in which they lit the characters with like all of the light they were basically backlit tremendously and it was all hellacious and red and orange and you couldn't even see them I really like that. I thought it set the tone very well. So, and I think it carried through in in different respects throughout the rest of the movie, like with the fog, and then when you know the rain was just pouring down, and you had more of the muted tones. I really yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool use of color and limited use of color. Cool use it's of a pretty, very few it's colors. It's a pretty, it's a pretty gray movie, save for the couple times where it goes to full like hell right. mode. So right. it is yeah, well, except hell. it's very bleak, except when it's in hell, in which case it's just black. Like, I don't know that what color is... you're thinking of that's in this movie, because there, there's nothing. Uh, well, like I just said, the first scene, a lot of red and orange. Oh, okay. <laughs> Firefight. <laughs> All right. I literally just said this. <laughs> Mark has Mark again this is entire, entire episode. Yes. There's black, there's brown, there's gray. Sometimes red. There's, there's sometimes red and, and there's orange. flashes of red and orange in one Yes, scene. Mark. It's punctuated. <laughs> okay. Did. What else in the movie do you write, Mark? I that that's it for me. Uh, the the props of the dummies that are encased in barbed wire actually do look pretty good. I like those. They're creepy. They're yeah, creepy. Another thing I think this movie does really, really right, and <clears throat> is an example um, that I think we we talk about what this is, and as something we want other movies to be a lot of fucks with your head and doesn't give you enough answers until it does. Like this does leaves it? enough ambiguity throughout. But I think comes to gives you enough to come to a conclusion, whether or not it's the conclusion they want at the end. Like I like the amount of ambiguous this movie is. It doesn't. I would okay. rate this movie a zero on the ambiguity scale. So and on the yeah. and I would rate it a ten on the predictability scale. It does not handhold, but in the sense that it does not verbally. It's not like hey, this is what's happening with exposition. Right. However. Like, like a movie there, like Sauna is way too far the other direction. Well, 
that's a different movie. When you get halfway through this movie and things start happening in those trenches, if you haven't already had like a hunch that something may be a little bit different, when the walls start bleeding, you kind of know. Okay, so if you, honestly, this this was my viewing experience. You have the opening sequence where you can see almost all of them die. Hard cut from middle of the night to them walking through a foggy wood. Yeah, I was it's like, very oh, metaphorically. They all die. Yeah. They're gonna go through hell. I, I mean, I knew within the first four minutes of this movie what was. You had a good idea. I honestly didn't know. Yeah. I didn't think they died in that first scene when they saw. Well, they, I was still because, with them because you didn't. It didn't show any of them dying. Mark's wrong. But yes. you saw the dude but, get stuck in the fucking uh, barbed. He wasn't wire. dead. Yeah, he wasn't dead. He was chilling in the barbed. You're wire. not he was gonna probably last going to die. And he then they all get hit with die. gas. Like, what, what do you want? But it's it's ten seconds, and it isn't necessarily gas. Like, I was on board for the mind fuck of they're they're in this horrible firefight. They're probably dead, but then they're not, and it's foggy, and they're saying it's not poison gas. Also, what happened to the night? That's a weird throwaway line that was like, "What are you doing?" To like, to me, that no was the first nights? clue yeah. that it might be that they're dead. But also, like, like all of a sudden, we're walking happens through. War. People lose their minds. Yeah, but war is hell. War is hell, man. I actually have something that I think, personally, I think the movie does right, but I think that I'm going to... It's a good transition into what the movie does in the middle if we're going to even entertain this category any longer. I mean, we've been entertaining Andy it for the last, like, Andy motherfucking so. circus. Now, <laughs> He's I clearly think this is some, for the record. I think that this is something the movie does right because I found him wildly entertaining, but I'm willing to pot it in what the movie does middle because his performance is, is so garbage. far overboard <laughs> that you cannot take him seriously and it actively detracts from the seriousness of the movie that I feel like some of the other characters display. It is now, way he's fucking an insane, He's an insane man. I found there to be great quantities of entertainment from him in this movie, but it was at the expense of my immersion in the movie, which yeah. is why I think that it's something it did middle. They gave him a fucking rat stick, Mark. Well, they gave yeah. him a rat stick. They gave him a legitimate rat stick. That's, I mean, that part's true. But they Before also the rat stick him existed. Like a he was the original rat sticker, and he and he wore a wolf. He wore a wolf pelt. <laughs> he he was a caricature. He was amazing. You it was say, it was. You say he awesome. was well. He is a caricature, but and you say he was crazy, but like he did not play. He he plays it as a sane person thinks a crazy person is. Like he doesn't sell the craziness whatsoever. He is just reading. Oh, lines. I disagree. I think he sold the craziness very I well. Know, yeah, I disagree with that too. He, well, As I so, think he sold Mark it. Mark knows a lot of crazy people. <laughs> he was he he's bordering on like, hey guys, I'm crazy. I'm a wild and crazy guy, <laughs> which was fucking hilarious. It just didn't fit. Whole yeah, it really didn't fit. Unbelievable. Yes, he but he was squarely in a, my what the movie does wrong category. This is a prime candidate for what the movie does. Middle. I, I think this is perfect yeah. what it does middle. I I love the scene where they they first find the guy you thought was a golem initially, Mark, and they come up to him and he's gonna kill him, and he walks up with the gun in one hand and the, and rat, the rat stick. stick in the other. He's like, "What do you want? Left, right, left, right? Boom!" <laughs> he just shoots him. I'm not saying it's he's so bad. Good. Well, I mean, he is bad throughout, but he does have his moments. I think it's good. He's not bad. I think he does exactly what he was told to do. I don't think Andy Serkis was bad. Well, I don't know that he does no, what he was he told was. to do because he no, every time he's actually on screen, every time yeah. he does a live action role, he plays the same lunatic character and it's, it's great. It's fine. I like it. You either like it or you don't, apparently. Yeah. I mean, this is literally the same this is Claw from the Black Panther movie. He's playing the same exact he, like he's always, gleeful lunatic. He's always the same gleeful lunatic. That's him. Yeah. 
So we touched on something a little bit earlier, and we didn't bring it up, and I had it in my what the movie does middle category, so I'm going to bring it back up here. World War One is a pretty good setting for a warrior movie. I feel like if you're going to do a warrior movie, it needs to be World War One or maybe Vietnam. Why? Why? Because because there's so much confinement. You can't just have people running around. Like, what? How are you going to do it in World War Two? Just like every, you're trapped in a city. Like it's that's like, too it's the big. same way you do every horror movie. You have to find a good way to cut off resources, but you it can be done. I guess. Are... I mean, I, I guess you could spin it that Fury could have been like a very. In, I mean, it was a very intense movie. You could have probably turned that into like a horror movie in some regard. But I don't know. Sure. Just being like going to the the trenches are spooky, man. You're yes. under. Oh, you're literally it. underground. There's death above you. And yep. you're like actively like your body is rotting because you have trench foot and all these other diseases. Like it's a sp- it's a creepy setting. Yeah, yeah this uh, I'm not sure what you're saying about middle though. Or to me, wrong? that's another that's another yeah, I don't, I don't know. good thing. That's something the movie does right is picking the right war because it doesn't get a lot of coverage. It really doesn't. Because makes this very movie more dis- unique. It's a very confusing war. Um, I, I I'm not really uh, totally sure why I Mark threw it it's the, the Great War. I, I don't think I think the reason I did was because they didn't I I don't feel like they gave like the actual warfare part of it any amount of weight. Like you My have the family. opening you have the opening salvo where oh, things are happening and then after Jesus. that it's just interpersonal dynamics. Oh my uh, God. I don't think that has anything to do with the setting though, Mark. That's just something it did wrong independently of the setting. But my family is responsible for World War One. Okay. Indirectly. Story time. Yep. A to Z uh, horror story, story corner. corner. Yep. My, however many greats it takes to get there, 17. grandmother uh, was an was opera Archduke singer. Ferdinand? W- w- well, was an opera singer and was performing at the theater during which Franz du- Archduke Franz Ferdinand was assassinated. During that show. Wow. During my relative's performance. Mark, that's why I'm so performative by nature. It's in my blood. That's why I'm such a good singer. So Sing you my directly brought about my the humps. existence of this movie, is what you're saying. Yeah! They should be paying me royalties, frankly. <laughs> Claim royalties for a war. Good. <laughs> you are a son of a bitch. <laughs> Just for this movie. Jack's a bastard man! <laughs> I don't. I don't know anyway, how to transition away from that. That's I don't. Think I don't even know what yet. to do. I don't know. What Mark, to do, I don't. Frankly. I don't think your problem is with the war, uh, the setting being during World War One. Your problem is just how they executed on it. Yeah, I, I think that's. I think that's right. But okay. But also, you whatever. mentioned earlier. I, I feel like one of you brought up that World War One was kind of meh. That's. J- it was definitely not me. No, Jake was the opposite. World War Two was meh. Oh, yeah. World War Two is kind of meh. So we're all oh, in agreement lost... that World War One is a great setting. Then. Yes. I'll, I'll say this. Apart from the trench thing, which that that's a pretty big thing, this is kind of indistinguishable from a World War II movie. So aside from the setting and the plot of the movie, it's indistinguishable from something else? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> aside from everything they did, it's okay. pretty much the same thing. I have, I have an actual question. Yes, sir. And it's to Mark. Mark, you've been ready to get there for a while. What does it do wrong? Well, I kind of already touched on it. I really don't think that they do... They, they don't really capture the horror of war, which I feel like is key to this subgenre that we literally I, just invented called war. I totally disagree. Okay. What did they do to capture the horror of war aside from the fact that... One, they painted how horrible it would be to be in a trench even during a non-siege time. 
which I feel like was key to the horror of war. Like, even during the... That's at its best. You're in this horrific fucking place. I'll Two... Give, I'll give you one thing, which is the the, the rats eating the dude's legs. Was those were Chekhov's so rats. much of it. Chekhov's rats. Yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, by a lot. Like, when, that, when they pulled that guy down there and when we saw all the rats, and then they mentioned them, you were like, this dude's getting et. Yep. Oh, yep. yeah, I mean, it, it's, you, yeah. It, you weren't There surprised. was a lot of predictability in this movie, Mark. There was. That is something it does wrong. We've. Can we just all agree? Absolutely. Sure. Can we just all agree? Absolutely. Predictable piece. movie. That's a good truce, good truce, good truce. Good truce. <laughs> good, good truce, good truce, good truce. Uh, but I, but I, I, I think this, just because it's set during a war doesn't mean it needs to take advantage of, like, the conflict and, and how awful that would be. It has the opening scene where they die, I, I think it is more horrifying they by being that. during a an ostensible like a period of of rest, uh, uh, waiting for shit to happen. Because they're they're in there dealing with all this horse shit when when they could just get bombed at any time. Well, and they kind of do because that's how that's the gas delivery mechanism, right? Yeah. Like so, I, so I don't really understand what do do you want it to be like for it to capture the horror of war? Do you need it to show? Mark the actual wanted, I conflict. Think, the I think combat? Mark. Yeah, I think yeah, Mark I think was that's probably what expecting more war. Okay, I was too, frankly. Like, bear in mind, I had not seen this movie when I selected it. I knew it was a World War One movie. I knew it had Andy Circus. That's it. I was expecting more of that. Yeah, there was, was basically none. I mean, it was what you said, Jack. It was them chilling in a trench and experiencing the downtime. And I completely agree with you. That's as good as it gets, and it's pretty horrifying. Yeah, man. So I do think it capitalized on that aspect of the horror of war, if you want to talk about that. And then it got into the whole psychological, mindfucky, paranormal, they're dead. Are they not dead? Are they dead? They're definitely dead. It's predictable. Dang. Sure. Sure, sure. I was fine with that. Would I have liked a little more battle? Sure. I, this I would have been a wholly it. different movie. It. This would have been an entirely different movie. I wouldn't have minded it, but I didn't need it. I don't know what it would have, what it would have looked like with it. So, eh. so, and also, I just want to put in a quick note. We keep talking no, about Andy Serkis, but he's like the ninth build character in this. Like, this is sure. a movie that has recognizable faces in it. It has so, fucking, if Billy Elliot is the main kid. Looper. Yeah, guy from Looper. Guy Looper. From, Billy Elliot from Billy Elliot. Private Shakespeare, guy. Mark. Yeah. Billy Elliot from Looper. Private John Shakespeare. Uh, you also, Which you also I thought was a Colin nickname. Frizzle or whatever the hell his name was from Love Actually, the guy who goes to America. Yeah. Who dates uh, Denise Richards, if I remember correctly. So, you know, no, brought it full No circle. human being has actually ever been able to sit all the way through Love Actually, so I don't think there's any way to confirm that. Okay. Can't deny it either, though. I certainly can't. Bad intel. So, yeah, uh, Andy Serkis is by <laughs> no means the intel. only person in this movie, despite the fact that he's the only person we've talked about so far. I, oh, yeah, for sure. But he steals the show, for better or worse. In he's my the most memorable. Worse is the he, Mark, who's the most memorable character in this movie? It's him. Well, it's because he dresses like a peacock and he acts terribly. He doesn't act He's terribly. not wearing he a jaunty pom-pom beret like the Scotsman. Oh, the Scotsman with the pom-pom was a son of a bitch. Do, do they, like, I know that is a traditional Scottish thing. Do they think it's intimidating? It's not. And my wife is is very what, Scottish. What happened to Braveheart? I don't know, man. What happened to Braveheart? Were they wearing those hats during that? Like, really? wearing hats? He had he long hair. He and quartered. It, well, no, no, I mean, like, <laughs> uh, the whole, the, 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 the honor of it all, Mark. Oh. I think if you would to watch mean, like, the historically accurate version everybody? of Braveheart. Yes, that, that part, too. That's honor. <laughs> That's honor right there. 
You got to develop it. Jaunty pom-pom beret. <laughs> Mark, they were more showing off their uh, their voracious hamstrings. That yeah. <laughs> That's what it was. Plus, they're intimidating their opponent by showing off their hamstrings. All the Englishmen are over there like, oh, damn. <laughs> well, Those dude, they beat him in a game of rugby. Don't I hear some em. of them Don't blame get em. their legs replaced with machine guns and then wear kilts and help Samurai Jack sometimes. Oh, my God. What else does the movie do wrong? <laughs> there, is this, there is a CG blood monster straight wow. out of 2002. Whenever it, whenever it goes CG, it's rough. There was three really bad CG yeah. scenes. The Blood Monster, bad. Yeah, Blood Monster is chief among them. What were your guys' thoughts on the barbed wire scenes? Because I actually kind of like them. I did too. I like I, the idea of the scenes, but the yeah, CG yeah. looked so fucking bad. Say what okay, you will about good, Andy Serkis. That's, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, say what you will about Andy Serkis, but he makes an awesome exit from the movie. He's Fuck just yeah. It doesn't down into look, a Sarlacc pit, essentially. It doesn't look amazing because of said CG. Is it a weird time for CG if you're not using like Weta Workshop while he was still working on Lord of the Rings? That's topical. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it did not look great, Mark. Did not look great. Does not look great. We'll admit. Everything else, I mean, I think it's partly because it's so at odds with like the immense level of detail for the sets in general that whenever something like that rears its ugly head, it's even uglier. Can we talk about how Andy Serkis scalps somebody with a hawkbill blade? Again, Andy Serkis being awesome, dude. He's like rolling around wait, with a scimitar and wait. a handgun. So hanging your, out. your assertion is that someone who literally scalps someone else is awesome? No, my assertion is that Andy Serkis roving around in the trenches of World War One with a scimitar and a handgun. Scalping someone with a hawkbill shaped blade. It's crazy. And a rat stick. And a rat stick. Like this this is this is monumental. It doesn't fit with the movie. Like, but I agree completely. That's why it's what this middle. But yeah. I thought it was fucking hilarious. It was pretty great. Yeah. Mark oh. listener. Okay. Not Mark. Listener. Oh. Let me talk to you for a second. Okay. Jake's about to get real. He's leaned all the way in. He just put his phone down. He's clearing debris out of the way. He's leaned in. It's about to get set. Jack and I watched this movie together, Come and on. we were loving that performance. So if we're going to get into uh, watching with buddies and drinking beers, a- Andy Serkis is at the core of that argument, baby. The core. He ru- Yeah. Yeah. The core. Fuck yeah. What else is he wrong, Mark? Give me something else. This movie Give me else. suffers Mr. from Negative. the thing syndrome very hard. There are You're way the too syndrome. many white male characters, and I get that it's World War One, but like, do what something do you to differentiate all... people because literally you... the only one that's recognizable is Circus because he dresses. So like I wholly a disagree. I wholly because I I had the same thought initially, but they do so much to different. One is a Scotsman with a jaunty beret. One of them is named Bullet Bill, and he has a chainmail codpiece on for some reason. Yeah. One of them is Andy Circus. One of them is Looper. They. One of them is Fancy Pants. One of them is Fancy Pants. All they we called blow... him was Fancy Pants. Wait, I think Pants. Fancy Pants was Bullet Bill. No, Fancy Pants yeah, was see, the captain. You can't captain. fucking tell, can you? No, no, no. Bullet Bill. No, they Bullet at least Bill tried. had the codpiece. They gave people, and I think that's why they gave people. Fancy Pants was the blondie captain that was a right. piece of shit. I still right. don't yeah. know which one was Tate, and I still don't know which one. I still don't know how I... Tate died. Did they just forget no, Mark, about Tate? Mark, Mark, you make you make a good point. I don't know the names of anyone but Shakespeare. Right. In retrospect, right. I can identify them visually and with the character traits that you just mentioned. Right. But I agree with you. You don't know who is who. So if they're using <laughs> names, it's impossible. <laughs> we gave them our own names. Yeah, Mark. We, yeah. we had a whole experience. See, yeah, again. Fancy Pants, Bullet Bill, yeah. Codpiece McGee. We had a whole litany. Well, that was the same guy. Oh, yeah. You just fucked me. Yeah, Codpiece was Bullet Bill. I feel like but if we had you were to listen, you'd probably realize you're only proving my point. 
No, we're not proving <laughs> your point. You should have come and watched it. It would have been fun. I should have, yeah, I should have driven eight hours. It's only four up. Man, four back. Hence eight. eight. <laughs> Fuck you. That's math. It's <laughs> math. Oh, my God. I don't have anything else the movie does wrong. Uh, I don't think I did either. Mark can keep going. You know, I think we've Unless a certain train's pulling into a station. I, I had a lot of qualms <laughs> with Andy Serkis, and I just went on at length about him, so... Nah. Uh, maybe I nah. should have brought this up in what the movie does middle. Sure. McInnes, the Scottish guy, uh, with the jaunty pom-pom beret. Oh, Jesus. He was killed and attacked by a fucking street shark. Oh, yeah, no, the movie goes tremors <laughs> for, like, a hot second. It, it goes street sharks. Look. It goes street sharks. Okay. The, tremors, too. Look, if we're gonna get down into digesting... Street Sharks versus Tremors. They're pretty similar. Think about it. I don't want to. I mean, I would like to see an entire dissertation on on the matter. Uh, The Street Sharks are rad. Tremors are also rad, man. Less rad than the Street Sharks, Mark. They were so metal. They had, like, chains on their wallets. Whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm hearing something. What, What are you hearing? Mark? Yeah? Are you hearing that, too? Yes. Is a train pulling into a station? Oh! Mark, he he wasn't following at all. You're a fucking idiot. (laughs) Mark! This is what the listeners tune in for. (laughs) Nitpicks! Get your nitpicks here. We're at Nitpick Station. Chief among them, Jack and I both agreed. Again, we had a... This is a good... We don't do a lot of the viewing experience where we're watching this together, so I feel like we're going to have a lot of the same comments, but the bolt-action rifle with the shotgun reload... Was okay. Woof. The sound. The sound. And I'm not. Effect, typi- I'm not typically that guy, and even I was like falling out of my chair. The sound was, effect they bad. chose. I, I don't know what generic gun sound effect it is. <laughs> the way they edited it made it sound like a pump action shotgun being actuated. It is. And then it is the reload sound that Duke Nukem makes. Yes, and it's the same. It's the same sound effect over and over and over during soldiers. We're not walking around with a bolt-action rifle without a round in the chamber. And every single time they do anything, it's they're like, crazy. They're like breech-loading, they're like packing the gunpowder, and it goes like... The most frustrating part of this <laughs> yes. is that they had the actual sound in the movie, and then they chose to use the shotgun. Clearly the shotgun reload yes. noise. Multiple times. It and didn't make same, any fucking sense. The same one. Like, they didn't change oh, yeah. the, oh, it was, the same it, yeah, sound. Yeah, they, they bought one sound, yeah. Jack. They bought one. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Christ. So for an attention to detail movie, visually, that was bad. Yeah. They had a bad sound editor, I guess. Absolutely. Wow. And one of the scenes, this is one of my nitpicks, one of the scenes that they used that in prominently was the one where the dude is the first guy to die, the one who gets eaten by the barbed wire zombies. Yeah, uh, and that's he's like, cod piece. He's wanking it in the ditch. Yeah, that's 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 Buffalo Bill. Oh, okay. Bullet cod Bill. Bullet, yeah, fuck! <laughs> Jesus Christ. Bullet See? Bill. Bullet cod piece McGillicuddy. Uh, why the hell does he feel the need to narrate his masturbation scene to literally no one? Like, he, he's sitting there. That rang like, true oh, to me. Nearly ah. there? Mark, I'm going to stop you there, and we can go into it more if you'd like, but that rang true to me. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Look, we can this go more into dark, it No, want. I don't want to go into it. That's a dark place, and I don't care to be there. Neither does the listener. Just so everyone knows, I'm at about 65% of the way there. <laughs> it's a very Sometimes British thing to it's important to, to build a narrative, Mark. Oh for yourself. God. Okay. Oh my god. Okay. 
Oh my god. <laughs> Why uh, is it a close one? And they make a big deal out of it that he had a bullet in his canteen. Why is that a close one? I don't know. Is he going to get lead poisoning? No. Then no, I don't know. I had that exact same note. I feel like he has a lot of other problems. That's such a fucking weird scene. You'd pass it, right? It would be like a kidney stone all of a sudden. No you're going to pee sense. it out. It's going to go right through your pee hole. It's, it made no yeah, sense. I didn't it was it. not a close one. It's a good, that's a good nitpick. I, I remember that now. It was weird. Uh, I have a nitpick here I don't remember. Okay. Uh, I'd like help identifying. We'll help you suss it out. Uh, is this Jack's incomprehensible in the note movie. of the week? Yeah, it's yeah. Been so dormant in quotes, for at they least say, a year. They say, got him. That's what I have in quotes. Got I am. And then I say, how... And why did he cheer? Question mark, exclamation point. I don't remember what that's from. We saw this movie like a year ago, I think. It was a week ago. This is Jack's incomprehensible note of the week. I don't remember what that's from. I feel like you're definitely referencing a specific scene, but this movie is so utterly forgettable, I have no idea when it was. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. Jesus. Yeah, I'm preparing my hot takes. Do Do you have any other nitpicks? Oh, yeah. Why do the walls of the trench bleed? Uh, Because they're dead. Oh, that's just the thing that Mister, hell does? Mister, it's so predictable. What do you mean? It's a th- is that a thing that hell does? Mark, they're, they're depicting hell. Uh, maybe it's not true to accurate to what hell's actually like in your twisted brain. This went to a weird place, too. <laughs> Everything's going to weird places. Why are we talking about what hell's actually like? more about how I masturbate if you want. <laughs> okay, well, if we're, gonna, if we're not going to... Why does the barbed wire part? fling I, I think itself all over the place for no reason? strange that... The shit just starts bleeding. For it's no weird that barbed wire moves with sentience too. Uh, so the trench is alive. It's hell, Mark. Anything can happen. It's it's Las Vegas. Yes. Oh, okay. Do you think that's Las Vegas? Sl- Las Vegas. Anything what, can happen. What happens? Wink. What happens in the trench stays in the trench. <laughs> Do you think that's their slogan? Wink. You know what? What happens in the trench stays in the trench is actually pretty good. Uh, thing for this movie everyone kind of just stays there right it's done yeah limbo whatever <laughs> um when andy circus is going completely ball sack insane outside of the trench and he's got the guy all crucified up he sticks the rat stick into him like wham sticks it into the guy's chest mm-hmm. and then he pulls it out but the angle by which he pulls it out, he doesn't pull oh it out like straight God. the same way he shoved it in. It should have ripped this guy to fucking ribbons. And instead it just popped right like, boop, That's, popped right I mean, out. Well, they well, were dead, okay. so Okay, so the guy's like, Charon or whatever. I'm, You know, he has some supernatural abilities. Karen. Yes, let's get into this. Karen. Is it Karen? Yeah, it's Karen. Karen? Karen. Karen. Karen, she makes the coffee in the morning. Precisely, she ferries you over the river. Sticks. It is Karen. Yeah, stop it. Move ahead. Move She's ahead. Terrible soldier. at making copies. So in that same Ball scene, in. actually, immediately preceding that scene, they have already arrested Circus for being a lunatic person. But then, and he has like legit war handcuffs on, mm-hmm. which he just snaps. He just they because just break. They rotted. And no one they pays any attention to it. He just the handcuffs got the trench foot mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Cool. Yeah, cool. They did. Good. Nitpick done. Result. Nitpick, nitpick done. done. Here's I, a nitpick. I, I, well, I have another nitpick too. Good. Took Andy Circus too fucking long to use his rat stick after he found his rat stick. I wanted it so badly. That's probably, all I was waiting for. Made Mark was for him to use his even nit- more. I just want hit, use his what? Nit stick. <laughs> this is nitpick. <laughs> These are nits pick. Nit this stick. is a rat stick. Yeah. That I'm, I'm nitpicking. I'm confused. I kind of like. You're the nit confused stick. about a lot. 
<laughs> Mark took the nit stick to this movie in a big way. Yeah, it takes him way too fucking long. Yeah, it took an uh I had I think I had a timestamp down, listener. I think At it was the, like an hour fourteen. Hour fourteen. In what's not a very long movie. No, it's a tight ninety. Yeah. Right, well but based, they never yeah. there's never anyone to use it on. There's like the one dude who he shoots that went full golem that, mummy no, dude. And he then so that like guy should have used it. Should have used it every time. There's no reason not to use it ever. But there's no one to use it on. Everyone. You just want him swinging it wildly in every scene at nothing? Yes. That would have been cool, too. (laughs) He swings it pretty wildly. (laughs) He swings his scimitar wildly. (laughs) Scalp someone with the rat stick! My god! Yeah, use that. Just clank and then rip. Well, that's an ineffective tool. You're an ineffective tool. <laughs> Damn it. Why did Let's I go to reading. So no, I have one more nitpick. No, you don't. It's the most important nitpick. It's not important. What is it? Shakespeare shoots faster than electricity at the end of the movie. He's good. He's very he's been good. Hiding, he's been hiding it. His, they, they like actuate the, the depressor that's going to send the electric signal to blow everything up. He shoots. He reacts, shoots, and the bullet makes it there faster than electricity makes it down the cable. Good for him. Uh, is there because they were dead well i guess there probably was i don't know what i guess he well so the actor actually was 16 and a half when he shot this yeah but i took 16 and i found and, that out afterward but and hey he does not and look heif. like a 16 year old yeah he does he looks so much like a 16 year old I, what does he look like to you i thought he was like in his late mid 20s but holy die wow. he's never like, looked I'm like looking that up, he still doesn't look like that I looked it up a while ab- a while ago and now I'm looking it back up to confirm he was definitely 16 when he shot this so and he looked 16 that's hilarious because our commentary that did exist during this movie was the polar opposite of yours oh. where this kid looks like he is Actually, 11 years old yes. and then we looked up and it's like oh yeah he was the age hey for once yeah. he's the age they want him to be they did the like half day shooting thing baby face Shakespeare the or yeah. they shot in Germany so they didn't have to college boy yeah. yeah college boy now we can go to ratings way less cool spot dick ratings my lovely lady check it out we over at Izzy Horror use a 1 through 10 rating system to rate the movies we watch. For one, think of how you'd rate how good Russell Wilson is at making alter egos. Everybody has to have an alter ego, right? And, and I've been thinking about what my alter ego would be, and I, I, I think I have an alter ego. His name, his name's Mr. 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 Unlimited. And for 10, think of how Obi-Wan Kenobi would rate having the high ground in combat. It's over, Anakin! I have the high ground. Story is the first category to rate these movies. Jake. Yeah. Your movie, your story rating. My movie, my story rating. I'm giving this a six. Mark's going to hate it. You probably won't hate it as much. Relatively unique. Uh, You cannot escape from the predictability of it, and that's why I can't give it higher. But I do like the whole war setting. Horror ensues. Ensued. Purgator ensued. Still is ensuing, maybe. Purgatory tale. We also never talked about the fact that like he got out and nobody else did. Yeah, we well, just never brought that Shakespeare's up. Shakespeare's a good kid. Yeah. We we didn't get into the main theme of the movie. I <laughs> gave it it's not what we're here for. It's a hard movie to review. I gave it a fucking six. I gave it a seven. I agree with you. It's unique. It's cool. I like that they give you nothing at the beginning. And yep. sure, they give you too much of it at the end, but yep. 
I don't think that necessarily ruins the story. They're telling the story they want to tell. Um, and, and I think they do a good job with it. There's not a lot of places I can fault the story here. Because there um, isn't a story. I gave it a four. There isn't a story here. They're stuck in a trench. The trench is hell. Everybody die. Shakespeare makes it out. That's a story. Done. Because he didn't torture the German. You just told me what a story was. That was a story. There's a beginning, middle, and end, Okay, Mark. well, I gave it a four. The story can be summarized in 12 words. Enemies become friends. That's why it didn't take me 30 so seconds. So can the Odyssey. become friends. Yeah. Karen reluctantly allows the kid to climb out of the trench. Dumb. Friends, not, Mark. Not friends. Karen doesn't let anybody do anything. She's yeah. pretty cold. Yeah, exactly. Karen's He's not friends. <laughs> world building and immersion is the second category. Jake, what's your world building and immersion score? Uh, a little bit lower. Uh, I gave this one, which is interesting. I gave this one a five. So I think the world building was really good. And okay. that's, by and large, attention to detail. I do have to give credence to that in a later category, so I can't, I can't do too much. Immersion, Andy Serkis made this movie hard to be immersed in, okay? <laughs> really he made tough. it hard to be immersed in. You could not take it as seriously as I feel like they were going for because of that over-the-top performance. Especially because it's a tight 90, yeah. pretty well-paced yeah. movie that yeah. you have trouble being immersed in Therefore, Therefore, I'm just popping it at five, and I'm going to move on. I take yeah, issue, I real give quick, it... I take issue with calling this a well-paced movie, but continue. Really? Yeah. You didn't mention that at all earlier. You don't think so? You You didn't like the pacing? I, no, it's, I mean, it's just a, wow. you know what, you know what, do your thing, come this, back to me. This is the most misplaced time for this argument I've ever seen. <laughs> in the immersion category, we always put pacing in immersion, it's important. You put pacing in immersion. Yeah, it's you troubling, do too, we Mark. all do, this it's is the troubling. place squarely for pacing. Jack, no. what do you give it? It's I give it six. Um, I think the world building is extremely strong. It's a trench. Couldn't be better. They, they, they dug a hole. It's small. But not only that, they did that, and then they every literally every time you could see out, you can't see anything. Look, I'm they not arguing with you. I think that. the world of the trench is claustrophobic and good. And and I actually like it is there are very few things that pull me out, and Andy Circus is chief amongst them, but he pulls you out hard. In a good way, <laughs> but hard. Uh, yeah. So hard. But it ruins the vibe of this movie. Yeah, it does. It's a six. I wish it was higher. It could have been higher. Mark? I gave two. it a two. This movie's damn near impossible to watch. Do you guys, Called it! Do you guys know when you read a book and you're like three pages later and you realize you haven't been reading the book? Like you've been reading the book, but like you didn't retain Just any of it? Just scanning over the words, yeah. yeah. That happened to me in this movie so many times. This movie, That is really interesting. How long is this movie? Is it 90 minutes? It's like 91 minutes. I had to watch it probably the equivalent of about 180 minutes worth because I, have to, I had to kept <laughs> rewinding shit. To watch, like, how the hell did this happen? Who? What's happening? Who's talking? Huh. Who's, who are these people they're talking about? Who the hell is Sergeant Tate? You gotta give them your own nicknames, buddy. Yeah, you didn't do a good job there. <sighs> you really didn't. Look. Good job, Mark. Th- my nicknames don't matter if they're still using the name Tate. And they scream about two, Tate a lot. Two is aggressively low. This movie actively repelled me, and anytime I was even remotely getting close to being in, Circus would turn in a line that would be like lit- just absolutely impossible. I love how you bailed on literally. Thank you <laughs> for doing that. Are you not giving it credit for the world building? They dug a hole, dude. They shot in some trenches. I gave it a two, not a one. So Mark's not impressed by trenches. Wow. 
Wow. He doesn't. We've already clarified that he doesn't dig holes just to dig holes. He has no heart. As that's a side true. note, like, that, do you that's really canon. feel? Do you really feel like these trenches are all connected that well? I don't feel like like there were individual scenes that happened, but I don't know if there was. I mean, this was your big qualm with uh, Ghost Ship that like there were rooms, but the connectivity between them and like the characters moving between them didn't really make any sense. And I feel like that also applies here. See, I did. This is literally the example I used, right? We watch a lot of movies where they're set on boats, where it feels like though it kind of looks like a boat, nobody acts like it's on a boat, and so you don't feel it, and it doesn't work. Here, everybody acts like it's in a trench, and it feels like they're miserable and in a trench and stuck there and trapped, and there's nothing Especially outside. Especially Bullet Bill masturbating to the furloins, and it he it's got like sixty-five dog furloin. <laughs> I'm at sixty so, percent. Yes, this is this was vastly different from Ghost Ship or Virus or any of that shit for me. I would like to pause for just one second. Was that Jake's attempt at a UK accent? No, that no, was, was a Borat. Oh, okay. I think it was a yeah. I thought it was a Jakob. No, I was. Doing I like, thought you were tying it back. Well, I mean, they're basically from the same place. <laughs> Jesus, they're connected Christ. almost. A little bit of Mongolia in there too. In also, the- one of them is actually from a place, and the other one simply isn't. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, well, the other I mean, one isn't from a, from a place? He is. He's from the Earth. He's from planet <laughs> okay. Earth. He's not from the place he claims to be. <laughs> Kazakh. Okay. Kazakhstan. Ka- yeah, I was just saying he's Kazakh. <laughs> Christ. Can you relax? Can you ask me what my scare, scare factor, factor score was? I gave it a stop. four. I'm losing my mind. I gave it a four. Look, war is scary. War in trenches is scary. The ability to be gas is scary. That is all a specter for the most part here not a lot happens outside of you seeing them having a really bad time in the trenches there is also then the supernatural element but i don't feel like it capitalizes on that in a very sensical way so i'm not able to get all that enveloped in that side of the scariness there are a couple scenes here and there barbed wire german bodies overall bodies just kind of gives you the willies it's creepy the uh, inability to see outside of the trench for the most part of the movie, that's a nice creepy touch, too. Just very, very difficult for me to give higher than that. So I'm not going to. I gave it a four. Wow. I gave it a six. Okay. That's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. This is good. I cannot wait for our battle royale because I can already tell who it's coming down to. <laughs> I I really thought this was a scary movie. From the very beginning when you don't know what's happening and the compass is going all out of fucking whack. That's a really creepy scene when the compass is losing I it. like that scene. And then there's a couple of good scenes three in seconds. between there. Yeah, there's good scenes in a lot of different kinds of scares, too. And I, I said that last week, I think. I like that. I think that's that's neat. Um, it's it's fun. And, and it's scary. And it's scary on a few different levels. The most of which is it feels horrifying to be in this trench even when nothing's happening. And that sucks. And then there's supernatural shit happening on top of that. And that fucking double sucks. And then there's a couple of gruesome scenes. The leg scene is actually pretty gruesome. Yeah, that was a good scene. So that's all pretty good stuff in the scare factor category. It's six. Mark. One and a half. There is no scares in this movie whatsoever. Circus's death warrants a one and a half. The rats warrant a one and a half. It's not scary to be in the trench. One and a half? It's just boring. They talk (laughs) at length about how bored they are. (laughs) One and a half. Yeah. One and a half. This is one of the least scary <laughs> movies I've ever seen. Wow. That's weird. I need to make a You've note for a our of, end of year yeah, episode. You've seen a lot fine. of non-horror movies. You can bring up me being right all you want. You're not right. I mean, war sucks. War's hell. This yeah, if only they had spent this movie was just war seconds hell. talking about that. What? You can't just have your intro be war is hell and then cash in on how war is horror. 
If you want, if you want to include that, thirty seconds out of a ninety-minute movie is on. one one hundred and eightieth. So you can bump my We're score up. On. Mark, they show you it's hell every <laughs> scene. It's depressing as fuck. They're stuck there. They can't get out because no, they're literally they in hell. Hell is hell. If you're if you're gonna make that argument, hell a war hell. Oh, God, I can't. I just, We're moving I can't. on. I don't. We're I moving can't. on. I'm not, I don't want to. We're moving on. <laughs> to our, do you want me to have to? I have to Effects or judicious like thereof. Jake, do it. Wow, Jesus Christ. I gave effects a six and a half. I wanted to go higher because I do think that visually this movie, it looks pretty good. I mentioned lighting. I mentioned primarily just the way the trenches looked. Some of the sound was kind of off. And when it did use a score, which we haven't talked about at all, I thought it was, it had that kind of feel that war movies do tend to have where there's that dramatic orchestral, but it didn't seem to fit. So I have a hard time going higher again with this category. I, I, I'm feeling something with this movie where I want to go higher with pretty much every category, but I cannot allow myself to do it. So six and a half. Jesus. I gave it a three for effects. Yeah, wow. Jack. Yeah, you did. No, yeah, you did. I, how? <laughs> we spent half of this podcast talking about the effects, which I, are their sets. I don't want to double credit it for the sets. I put that all into world building. It's, it's not. That's an effect. The, the set is an effect. It built the world. Look, it, our, our, our rating system is perfect. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> it, they, they, that's, but that's all they did. Every other effect, from the sound effects to, like you said, the score, and we didn't every even time get into the they CG, used the CG, yeah, yeah, CG it's looks bad. fucking horse shit. It's terrible. Mm. The bullet sound, the, the reloading, the fact that they used the same sound effect over and over and over, and it never fit, is bad. I don't know. The sheer... The sheer fact that the trenches looked the way they did to me warrants higher than what you're giving it if it's, that was that's the an case, unacceptably low score if that's the case i need to go back and change my world building and immersion score to a three or a two well that's that's to me is a better split but that's fine but but when i think about it apart from the sets all the other effects except the rotten leg look bad any time when there's not practical when they use practical it's great but they Most don't use that enough practical. practical. They use a shitload of practical. For the sets. Okay. For the sets. We're, uh, Christ. And they're Mark. not really effects, they're sets. Yes. But sets are in the effects category. <laughs> but they aren't really effects. Oh my god. Yes, they are. So is costuming, we've always done this. Mark. Jack, you and always. I continue to agree. Uh, I also gave <laughs> like it a Like we three. always have. You have Why? belabored this point, the CG looks terrible. But the other thing that we haven't talked about at all, this it's constantly raining in this movie, which I feel like is a good touch, but it's pretty it fucking like obviously like some dude holding a sprinkler over the set. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I, I mean, it's blatant that that rain isn't real. <laughs> I mean, it is in seven, too, and I could look at our fucking effect scores for that. Yeah, but that's, I mean, seven did a lot more than just, there's like literally one scene where it rains in that movie. No, what? The entire movie stupid? outside Seven of the is last all rain. <laughs> is it? The whole yes. point of the movie is that it's all rain. Oh, the only God. rainy scene I remember in that. I mean, they're inside all the time. The one that the one where it matters is the chase scene. But we're not talking. Every scene is pouring rain. Yeah, but it's just them spraying against the windows. It's not really part of the scene. The one where it's part of it's, the scene. It, is the chase it, scene. it gives the exact same impression that you just penalized this for, and I guarantee you didn't penalize Wait, we, If we want to keep having a podcast... No, no, no. If we want to keep... Mark, this Mark movie I'm stopping looks like this. garbage from tip to tail. It's no, it, it absolutely does not. It absolutely does not. It's the fact Where are that you putting the sets? This is the one thing we haven't talked about, and I felt like it needed to be said. Where are you putting the sets if it looks like garbage throughout? 
because they don't look like so garbage. My, if you're saying the sets look like garbage, note, you're wrong. When I gave this a three and not a one was the sets were good, but I don't really understand how any of them are connected to anything else. The sets are good. That's kind of like, the point. I mean, like, they don't need to be connected. We, They're we in gotta limbo. Move on. Oh, we my gotta move on. We oh, my God. Oh, my God. Move on to overall. We just got to get through this one. If we want to keep having a podcast, oh there's real animosity boiling up here. Oh, boys. my God. This is the cast we gotta move that on. never ends. <laughs> it's also shorter than most of our episodes so far. I don't care. Jake, what's your overall score? <laughs> I gave it a five and a half. I put it at the Andy Dalton line. I do think that it had a lot of issues, and I'm going to go back to I enjoyed Andy Serkis in this movie, but he would be a real big turnoff for a lot of moviegoers if they're looking for anything that's remotely serious or scary because this dude is a fucking clown. Yeah. Okay? And I think that it's not, it's something that's worth noting here. This movie is an interesting one because when this came out, I I believe the way it was marketed was just like, here's a World War One movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then they got that. They That'd got that. awesome. Wow. Yeah. What a thing. Yeah. Five and a half. Fuck, I gave it a five. Uh, my heart wanted to give it higher, but I, it's What too... were your individual scores? I don't know. You, I feel like you're doing this just to make me have to try to defend it against Mark, who's going to give it a two. Well, I don't give five and halves. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Five is my Andy Dalton line. Oh, my God. I, I below average, enjoyed this. Record. I enjoyed this. It. I enjoyed this movie more than a five, uh, but the, the fact that Andy Serkis is so disconnected from the rest of the movie is really troubling. And it's hard to reconcile all of it when you have that jarring of a tonal issue throughout. So I could get over the rest of the stuff for what was a really cool movie, but ultimately I just can't give the movie enough, like that much credit to overcome yeah. that. So yeah. five, it's a good movie. I enjoyed it. I, I liked it better than a five. But, Mark. but you gave it a less, a lower than average score. So great, good work. Oh my god. Uh, I oh my god. I gave it a two and a half. Jake, you were very close. Yeah. Um. I you know I think this is actually an interesting little experiment here because you said you liked Andy Serkis and I utterly hated his performance. So maybe uh-huh. that's the difference here. Maybe that's the three points. I think that's exactly what this movie is. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I found it. I I found his performance largely unwatchable. Huh. So I hope to never revisit this movie, which seems very easy because it's damn near impossible to find. It is almost impossible to find. Interesting. Interesting. Well, Mark, is, it's, it's you and me. Is it worth doing it? I All I'm going to say uh, in defense of the watching this movie with your buddies and drinking beers is Jack and I did it, and we had a great time. That's true. So I have objective evidence. What do you have? Subjective? Well, you have subjective evidence. No, he no, has objective, objective evidence. It's just anecdotal. Yeah. I don't it's think objective. that's how that works. It's absolutely objective. We <laughs> both had a good time, and people watching us. If I had a good time, and he was like meh, then it'd be subjective. And, and I was like, no, we had, had a good, good time. time too. She was like, you had a good time. She was trying to do homework, and uh, was like, you guys are having a blast in there. And we were like, fuck yeah. The two parties that watched it together both had a good time. That is objective. Okay, so my argument against that would be that I feel like you guys could watch almost any movie, have drinks, and probably still have a pretty good time. Nope. It's a perfect rating system, Mark. <laughs> Not true. Not true. Not true. Okay. Uh, let's watch. Let's. Hey, Mark. I have a. Okay, come up to Boise. We'll uh, have some drinks and we'll revisit. Uh, Jack Frost. I don't know. Jack Frost. That would actually be awesome. <laughs> I was thinking more of like a. I don't know. A certain trauma film. Don't, no, 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 we're not. No, no. That, See. Okay. That which shall See? not be spoken. That's okay. not really fair. That uh, was a, That's a bullshit movie that we all gave ones to. Oh, you know, you know, boy, something interesting fair. has happened here. It's not fair. 
Because the machine has tabulated the results. And uh, my dog Mo won the argument. That's fucking stupid. You're stupid. Well, look, it's it's your machine. No. Th- you bought it or something. Wait. Off the dark web. Jack? Yes, Is it Mark? possible that the machine's been in limbo the whole time? Ooh, maybe. Holy fuck. Maybe. And now that it's picked Mo, it can be released from its purgatory? No, 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 We're all stuck in purgatory. I think what it's saying is that Mo can climb out of purgatory. She's the good dog. We're all fucked. She is the good dog. She is the good We're dog. We're stuck here arguing with each other until the end of time. And this has been episode 90 of the A to Z Horrorcast. <laughs> to check out everything we have going on, head on over to AtoZHorror.com or come hang out with us on either of our social media channels. Those are Facebook. Those are Twitter. Those links are right down there in the description below. As always, the music has been coming at you from Super Bear. I almost said space again, even though it's been like a year. That link's going to be down there, too. Hey, if you guys, you know, weekly shout out, if, if you really want to help the podcast out, make sure that you give it a like rating on your podcasting app of choice, or just go ahead and let somebody that you know who likes horror about the podcast. Believe it or not, that's going to be a huge, huge help to us. Next week, we're going to be getting into our new crop of movies. We're going to take a big, big step back in time and look at a movie that I think is probably viewed better than this one is by almost everyone, objectively. It's an Alfred Hitchcock film. It's called The Birds. Maybe you've heard of it. So until then, get your buddies, grab some beers, and go watch some movies that are horror. Bye. World War II, Vietnam.